Hello and welcome to The Planet Today, where we cover the latest in climate change, wildlife conservation, renewable energy, and environmental policy. I am your host, Matt Norton, here on Friday, December 29th, 2023, with our first Best of 2023 episode. Every year at the end of the year, Nick and I take the last two-ish weeks off and focus on resting, relaxing, being with friends, being with family. And what we like to do during that time period is release an episode with one of our interview guests and say what got them first interested in environmentalism or sustainability, wildlife conservation, whatever it is that got them into this space. What is their, why they got into it, how they get started. So we're going to air a snippet from three interviews today. Um, I will link all of them in your show notes if you want to go back and listen to the full interview. But yeah, hope you enjoy. TPT, we are joined by Samantha Zwicker, founder of Oja Nueva, a wildlife rescue and rehabilitation center in Peru that combats wildlife trafficking, rescuing and rewilding key species, and runs a first-of-its-kind ecological research station and education in the Madre de Dios region. Samantha's a PhD candidate who has turned her love of animals into a meaningful career and has spent the past seven years living in the Amazon, where she's rescued hundreds of wild animals and fights to preserve 7,400 plus acres of rainforest. Samantha Zwicker, welcome to the planet today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. That was quite the intro. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, uh, I have to give credit to your team. I kind of just <laughs> copied that in and changed the verbiage oh. a little bit. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, I love it. Well, very happy to have you on today. And uh, first question I wanted to get into is what first got you interested in environmentalism, animals, sustainability, that whole umbrella? Yeah, I think, you know, from a young age, it was always my connection to animals themselves. And I think from a pretty young age, I also connected habitat destruction in some way to to the animals that I cared so much about. Um, yeah, I remember myself as a kid kind of, you know, forcing my parents little by little into composting and recycling. And my dad was a builder. He was a custom home builder. And, um, you know, from a very young age was, you know, kind of forcing him to plant a tree for everyone that he used to build a house, those types of things. And um, never really kind of knew where it came from, I guess, just, you know, maybe my upbringing living on an island, always being embedded in nature. Um, and then, you know, it kind of turned into more of a you know, maybe I want to be a veterinarian. Maybe I want to go into zoology. I loved mm. biology in high school. Um, and in high school, my, um, my grandfather, I mean, he kind of adopted or, or rescued two what he called wolves, but they were probably wolf dogs, gotcha. but either way they were, they were pretty much wolf. And, um, and I had, you know, a few very amazing years of just watching them wander, you know, hundreds of acres. And it was also my first experience in wildlife conflicts um, when one of them was was killed by a local farmer who mistook him as a wild wolf. And um, I think the experience really opened my eyes to some of the issues of, you know, decreasing wildlife habitat, human wildlife conflict, and some of these issues just like in my backyard at home. And from there, it kind of grew. And um, 
throughout high school, college, I did a lot of internships. Um, and then one of the, those internships actually led me to Peru. Wow. Yeah. So first of all, so sorry to hear about the, your, your grandpa's wolf dog, but I feel like this is one of those stories where how could you not start to really care when that's, you know, kind of everything you're surrounded by, it seems is just yeah. leading you towards this path. So yeah, really cool to see how you've taken that initial interest and kind of carved your path. Today on the planet today, we are joined by Carlton Ward Jr. Carlton is a National Geographic explorer and photographer who founded the Florida Wildlife Corridor Project in 2010, for which he trekked more than 2,000 miles during two expeditions supported by the National Geographic Society. In 2015, he launched the Path of the Panther Project, an impact campaign with National Geographic and other partners that helped inspire the Florida Wildlife Corridor Act in 2021. His book, Path of the Panther, was released on May 2nd, with an accompanying documentary released on Disney Plus on May 5th. Carlton, welcome to the planet today. Thank you, Matt. Happy to be here. We are absolutely thrilled to have you on. And, you know, my first question that I ask all of our guests is always, what first got you interested in environmentalism or wildlife in general? My interest in nature, you know, in, in conservation is something that kind of grew up with me. There wasn't some aha moment where all of a sudden I was a conservationist, but I think I've always had a sensitivity and connection to the natural world mm -hmm. that was kind of fed by growing up in a place that was always rapidly developing. I grew up on the Gulf Coast of Florida in Pinellas County near the town of Clearwater. And at the time, and I still th think today, it's the most densely populated county in the southeastern U.S. It's literally built out wall to wall with predominantly suburban living and so the the remnants of nature that were left the the barrier islands the things that were spared long enough from development to become state parks in the 1960s and 70s they were these kind of portals back into time to what it used to be and you know the pace of change in florida you can feel it you can you can you can see how everything was you can imagine just 50 or 100 years ago how much it's been transformed so I think that sense of change is something I've carried with me as I developed as a photographer and conservationist. You know, so much of Florida is on one hand brand new, but there's also this really deep heritage that's kind of hidden in plain sight. And I mm -hmm. was tapped into that a little bit because my family's been in Florida for multiple generations and I still have cousins that are full-time cattle ranchers and have this connection to this other Florida that's kind of beyond the beaches. And so mm -hmm. growing up with one foot in each of those two worlds, I think I always had this tension of we were losing it. And as I developed as a conservationist, as a photographer, I wanted to contribute my voice into you know, trying to help in that space. It's, it's really awesome that you took that path and something that you kind of touched on that we've touched on on the show a bunch of times is the idea of the Anthropocene and that every single aspect of nature is now impacted by humans. So to be out in the field, you know, working in areas that, you know, if you go back a hundred years, look totally different before rapid industrialization has kind of spread us out and spread our impacts. And, you know, like I said, impacted every part of each ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things that it's hard to see when you're in it. Mm -hmm. You know, that old that old saying about you want to cook a frog, you turn up the temperature gradually. Yeah. And if you're surrounded by suburban life 
anywhere in America. It's, it's the world, you know, and it's what progress is supposed to look like. And it takes getting out of that world to sometimes see what things could be or understand the changes. And, you know, I, I grew up into surfing and I would travel to Costa Rica in high school sometimes. And I, th- I remember that just that transition from a rainforested wild place back to a hardened landscape, you know, it, it kind of fueled that drive to try to tell those other stories. Today on TPT, we are joined by Dr. Doug Tallamy. Dr. Tallamy is a professor in the University of Delaware's Department of Entomology and Wildlife Ecology. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that our paths did cross once in spring of 2018 during my first year of grad school at UD when he was a guest speaker for a class I was taking. Doug's book, Nature's Best Hope, Young Readers Edition, How You Can Save the World in Your Own Yard, was released on April 4th and is an adaption of his New York Times bestseller, Nature's Best Hope. It aims to inspire kids to join the homegrown national park movement and learn how to protect the planet through small and approachable acts of conservation at home. Dr. Talamy, welcome to the planet today. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So I want to take this back to the beginning. What first got you interested in environmentalism? I was born that way. Uh, and I'm not kidding about that. I've got a brother and a sister. We all were in the same house, the same place, same background. They were not born that way, and I was. I mean, really, from the earliest days, I was interested in the outdoors and what was happening out there, what was moving around. Gotcha. So I want to then take that into your career path a little bit. And what led you to the University of Delaware? And maybe what are some of the areas that your classes focus on? Well, I, I went to Allegheny College, and it was a biology major. And uh, I had a course in entomology. <clears throat> so I ended up in graduate school in entomology and ended up with, uh, you know, I got my master's and a PhD and then a postdoc at University of Iowa. And, you know, I'm a baby boomer and a lot of baby boomers were graduating with, with PhDs back then. So I applied to a lot of jobs. And the only interview I got was the University of Delaware. So <laughs> I've had one interview in my life and I absolutely took it. So this is my 42nd year. Awesome. It's a, it's a great place to be. So I, you know, I'm very biased when I say that, of course. <laughs> All right, that's it for today. We will be back next Friday with another best of episode with a few more interview snippets. So stay tuned. Make sure you hit subscribe if you are new here, if a friend just sent you this episode. But yeah, happy holidays. Hope you enjoy New Year's Eve. Hope that 2024 is off to a great start for you. And we will catch you right here next Friday.